Yeah, 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 what's going on, everybody? You are listening to, you are listening, you, you are listening to the Keep Your Crown Up Crowncast. My name is J.J.J.R. Morris, a.k.a. Kyle the Conductor. All right, guys, I'm done being a troll. My bad. I was feeling it. I don't know. I was just digging the energy. Coming from a really dope open mic. Philly's longest running open mic is called Just Words. And Just Words is a staple in the community. Uh, it's not just Philly's longest running open mic. It's, I think, the East Coast long, long, longest running open mic. Uh, today was their finale. Uh, they're retiring again. It's like the third time, according to everyone else. But it's the second time I remember them stopping. So hopefully it becomes annual or quarterly or something. But it's been every Thursday for the last 15 years, including Thanksgiving. And it was like a family reunion, man. It's, um, I had the honor of hosting it. For almost two years or so, um, I was the I think one of the last hosts, other than the host who was hosting it since the beginning. And it was just nice to see black people come together and show each other so much love. And it was a black-owned um, venue we were at. Uh, the food was popping, of course. The everything was just black, and it was just it was just love. It was just B L A C K L O V L O L O L O L O V E spread love. Oh, just spread love. Uh, uh, oh. It was all that. So, that was dope. Shout out to Shice. Shout out to Stace. Shout out to Steph. The Dowling family. They really did their thing. So, it was just really, it was a pleasant experience. I'm really happy to see. Happy to have been a part of that. And I'm glad we, Royal Pieces, was able to vend there tonight. Speaking of Royal Pieces, shout out to the sponsor. The, sp- the sponsor. Sp- sponsor. Sp- sponsor. Royal Pieces. Royal Pieces is wearable affirmations to reflect your royalty within. So make sure you check them out at Royal Pieces on the gram, royalpieces.com. Pieces is spelled like peace sign because you should have royal peace. You know what I mean? Like that's a whole nother level of peace because with royalty comes responsibility and the riches. Yes, the riches. But anyway, that was that. We got that out the way. I hope you're doing well. Um, our question of the day with uh, other people was if, you know, if currency, I'm going to keep asking it so someone on Instagram asks us or answers the question, but if peace or happiness or love were forms of currency, what would you do for a living? And people had some really great responses. And I think it's dope that one day love, peace and happiness will pay the bills. But for most of us, that ain't necessarily today. Love don't pay the bills. Love don't live here anymore. Don't, 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 don't. Your vacancy. Oh, y'all want me to get started, man. Y'all want me to get started. But anyway, Back to the podcast. So I'm in a great mood. Today was a powerful day. I've been practicing pronoia, uh, which is the opposite of paranoia. It's when you have some say it's pseudo 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 sudoku. Uh, some say it's pseudoscience um, or pseudo psychology rather. But uh, it's the belief that it's like paranoia, but it, it's when you believe the universe is conspiring for you instead of against you. So you're looking over your shoulder. You're watching your back for positive things to happen. So, uh, in the spirit of Charlie Rocket, uh, I decided to declare that 10 powerful, amazing, or great things will happen to me today. And not only did more than 10 great things happen, five of those happened before 10.30 a.m. It said early bird catches the greatness, and I caught me some greatness. So, um, yeah, it was a powerful time, and I'm happy to have been living this life that I live. One of the best things that happened was I went to a, I'll call him a brother that I've been building with. Um, matter of fact, Chris the Peacekeeper. Chris the Peacekeeper, who was on the show the other day. I don't even have to talk about him. Like, y'all don't know him because if you've been listening to the Crown Cast, you know the bull. You know the bull. You know how he get down. So hopefully he's listening. If you listen, what's up, Chris? 
um, I was struggling because I was going back and forth and, and tossing and turning, literally tossing and turning last night about this thing, and I didn't know. I wanted to bounce ideas off of off of another man that could understand what I was going through, and I didn't want to talk to my homie brother Oba Sankofa, the lyrical soldier. Shout out to Broba uh, because he actually knows the person that I was going through this incident with. Um, and I don't know. I don't like to talk to people about other people, especially if they know them. And uh, it's just out of respect. Like it, that, that may not have been that person's best time or best moment, and. It's not up to, to me to put that person's business out there uh, when they're not necessarily reflecting the royalty that that they have within them, or they're not being or, or shining or walking in their walking in their royalty or keeping their crown up. But anyway, um, this particular brother is someone who not Chris the peacekeeper. Uh, the person I had the issue with, uh, he owed me money, and the thing is, he owed me money because uh, without getting into too many specifics. While I had, I guess I have to say this part, I, have, I had a venue for a year and I would run it out to people. And during that time, he damaged something. And it wasn't him directly, but it was one of his guests. We shook on it, he agreed to pay for it. Uh, every other week, he said, yeah, I got you. You know, there's, I got you, then I got you, I got you, I got you, turning to, you got got. And I just remember thinking like, damn, all right, it's really not that deep, but you told me that you would have me. And it was, um, at the time, it was enough money to to miss. I didn't miss it maybe at the moment because uh, I still had the venue. I didn't know at the time that the venue was they wouldn't be selling the floor, where our or the building, right? Not the whole building, but the building was selling the floor, and we were tenants um, on that floor to someone else. So we were getting bought out, and I no longer had a, a consistent source of income. And mind you, as an entrepreneur. As an entrepreneur, I didn't know where my next dollar was coming from. But if you have a venue, at least you know people will always be trying to give you some cash for that joint for something, whether it's a baby shower or open mic, something. They giving you something for that joint. So when I knew where my next dollar was coming from, and his brother it was, um, you know, I was just trying to support him, and then he's getting over on me, and I see him flexing on the gram and on Facebook and all that. I'm just like, hey, like you really doing me grimy? So. I ended up, um, I remember I was repairing my credit and I was on a payment plan and I had to make my final payment and the money that this, the day that this money was due, um, the day before, I think, the day before this money was due was the, one of the final times it was supposed to pay me. Mind you, this is November. This started in like September. So I'm like, all right, I need this. It's right on time. Thank you. He said, I got you. He didn't have me. But you know who did have me? Mm-hmm. Somebody that I was supporting and I was just, um, not even supporting, we were, we were just like friends at the at the time I guess or business associates but it was someone who uh, decided to if you hear my windshield wipers in the background you can say hi to Miss Penny say hi Miss Penny oh you ain't gonna talk to my car that's cool anyway um, I'm out here in a snizzo driving home from the open mic so bear with me um, so anyway the sister who uh, she was in a group that we used to call dream catchers but now we call it um, the conductors academy so the sisters in dream catchers or or I want her to be um, either way. So she goes to some other program where the things that I was teaching her, she was getting and she didn't have to pay to be there. But people were paying a lot of money to be there. She said, yo, they have 400 people in this workshop alone. And it's a three day conference and da, 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 da. And she just sent me money and said, thanks for being you. And at the time, I didn't see the value. I mean, first of all, I saw the value in that, but I didn't necessarily see the connection. And it was the exact same amount of money that he owed me the day I needed it and it just came through and I kind of just it was maybe that much easier to forgive him and realize you know what if somebody feel like they gotta get over and whatever then 
time will take care of that. So either way, fast forward. And that's the beauty that I saw in the situation, not at the moment necessarily, but after telling the story to Chris, he was saying, yo, that's a part of it. Um, and and either way, this brother, uh, when he at, he reached out to me about using my, my new venue. And it's not even my venue, it's my pop venue. And I said, I, I just can't, you know, like, I don't really have it for what you're looking for. He may have people, like, twerking at his events, maybe, like, smoking weed outside or whatever. None of my pop don't play none of that. One of my pop's business partners is a police officer. And my pop, it's just not, it's not the vibe. It's not the vibe. So, either way, we, um, we're, uh, we're, we're going back and forth in the Grammy. He's like, nah, you could definitely, you know, whatever, whatever. So, I'm like, nah, bro, I mean, to keep it real with you. The last time I let you use, like the last time I let you use my spot, like you disrespected it, and then you never, you never kept your word. And I can't put, I can't give someone my word, you know, for someone who doesn't value their own. And then he's like snapped on me, and I'm like, dude, I thought we was better than this. Why are you talking to me like this? It's really disappointing. And then I ended up by saying, like, I really support you in your journey and your art and all of that stuff, but I just can't, I can't get jiggy with you right now. Like I can't. Uh, I can't I can't finish this conversation. You know what I mean? Like it's just you're not speaking you're not treating me with respect and I'm not really digging this. And he said, you know, he just kinda got almost like I felt like we was in front of each other, he would have been yelling at me. That's the vibe I was getting. And I didn't know how to handle this because to me, the type is like how like I said, yo, don't hold yourself accountable. And he was like, Well nah, like ladies, um he said, You want some female ish? And I'm like, Well, first of all, women <laughs> first and foremost are Typically, to my experience, at least when it comes to students, um, they hold themselves accountable. If, I, if, if someone did something drawling and I call you on it, they're a lot more likely to own up to it and, and hold themselves accountable. Like, you know what? It was me. Than some of these young brothers, unfortunately. So that's why accountability is a new black. I'm throwing that on the T-shirt just to let you know you heard it here first. But um, I just remember him saying... Uh, you know, that's some female-ish and, and like pretty much And then he posted on his story Something like, yeah, I used to F people up for stuff like this And I'm just like, yo, he's really throwing subs Like, and I was conflicted Because I'm like, did I draw? He was calling me petty He said that happened a year and a half ago Like, you're you still on that You saw me a bunch of times since then And didn't say nothing And my thing is, it was nothing to say Like, you know me, you know you owe me this money What am I going to bring it up every time I see you? Where my bread at? Like, that's not, it's just, that's not how I get down And since then, I still gave him opportunities to to be in front of um, crowds because his talent is good i'm not going to stop disliking the artist because i dislike the person or i don't like the person's actions you know what i mean but it's still never no like no bad blood so we're experiencing that we going through that or whatever and um i was confused and brother chris was able to help me see the light in the situation and see the light in myself and realize this is not where he is in his journey and i wasn't wrong for holding him accountable and i wasn't wrong for calling him on it or being honest and let him know like i just can't get jiggy with him like that and um there's some people you guys just love from afar but i was low-key concerned i was going to see him tonight and it was going to blow my vibe and um but you know it didn't happen and even if he did i don't think it would have been that type of time and uh, and, and if you're not from Philadelphia, type time is like, I don't think it would have gone down that way. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, I appreciate Chris for being there for me. Not only, and then that, that conversation led to like three or four other conversations, but it's just weird how, not weird, it's, it's divine. It's divine how, um, how I've never had, I've had the same group of male friends forever. You know what I mean? The same group of male friends. And in the past five years or so, I have not really met 
new male friends that I really kick it with. Like 2013 was probably the last of the Mohicans when it comes to male friends that we really build with, that like we really build something new. And like my homie Broba, I've met in recent years and I can see myself developing friendships or at least building on a brotherly level with Chris and a few other cats. So it's just, it's dope. It's really dope to see that level of camaraderie. It's dope to see men hold each other accountable. And I'm telling you the other day, when Chris told me, and I'm, he didn't mention it in the episode, I interviewed him. And when he told me, cause we were supposed to link up about getting my merchandise and his store. I've been dragging my feet. And he was like, us as leaders have to make time, not excuses. And that stuck with me. And I remember him saying that and it just, it just hit me like, dad, you right, bro. Like you right. Like he, you, you right. He called me on my ish and it, and it was right. So um, I just appreciate brothers who, who hold me accountable because I'm always going to hold you accountable. And that's just what we got to do. So I just want to say that I want the episode to be too long because I'm almost at my destination and it's 142. And as always, I'm running low on steam, running low on fumes, but it's all right. We're going to bounce back. But tonight, I just wanted to talk to y'all. I know it's technically after midnight. I'm not going to be a stickler for this before midnight, Jonah, because I know when I post it, it's going to say a date. And I may have two posted on the same date. But you, I'm going to try to always tell y'all the time. You know what it is. To me, the day ain't over because I'm still up. You know what I mean? So, but it's that pleasure. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. I look forward to just hearing any feedback from this. If I don't hear any feedback, that's cool, too. But it's all love. It's B-L-A-C. K L O V L O L O L O L O V E spray love. That's to keep your current up way. So protect your light. Keep your current up. Everything's gonna be alright. You know who it is. My name is J.R. Morris, aka Kyle the Conductor. Make sure you conduct yourself more positively so we can conduct the spaces more positively. And most importantly, lead our people to freedom. That's what conducting's all about, baby. Alright, you know what it is. Talk to you later. Talk to me nice. Talk to each other nice. Treat yourself well. Peace! Let's get high!